Better Words. Better Words. Better Words. Hey, thanks for coming on board for another episode of Better Words. So, as I've been thinking about what I do for a living, uh, which is teach, um, and when I think about the sports that I've played and other things that I've I've wanted to teach other people how to do, two words come to mind. Uh, obviously, the one that, that I prefer is teach, but the one that gets compared to at times is train. Teach. Verb. Show or explain to someone how to do something. Train. Verb. Teach a person or animal a particular skill or type of behavior through practice and instruction over a period of time. Now, there are some things, obviously, that you need to just be trained to do. You are trained maybe to how to do a specific manufacturing piece of a process. Or you're trained, in some cases, how to, uh, from a math standpoint, solve a certain type of equation. There's a, there's a part to that, though, that, that bothers me um, at times. While, while training is a necessity for, obviously, certain fields or for certain aspects of learning, or, or even some people use it in certain places of sports, if the underlying process behind it isn't to attempt to try to teach somebody what they're doing, it seems like that training is never going to go any further. And, and I guess that's where I compare the two. What I think in terms of training somebody is you are showing someone how to do something, typically without any concern with whether or not that person understands why they're doing what they're doing, how the process winds up working as it fits into maybe the grand scheme of whatever is being built, constructed, learned, taught, in some ways really the aspect of of what you're learning on a a ball field. It's funny for me. I played football for one week. I'm a baseball player. Uh, I tried doing it because, you know, girls dig the football players. I can't even remember what grade I was somewhere in junior high school. And I remember drills in football, feeling like I wasn't being taught why something occurs. I was being trained to do something in the system. Now, I can understand where the coaches were coming from. You got a lot of knucklehead kids that are running around the field. You need them doing exactly what they need to be doing. But I'm reminded of a very specific drill, and it was called the tip drill. It's one of the few things that I remember from my one week of playing football. And this was the thing that actually made me stop playing football as, as a thinking person. In some ways, when you're, when you're younger playing football, you're, you're really not supposed to think. And, you know, one of the great uh, Bull Durham quotes is, don't think it can only hurt the team. Well, we were doing these tip drills where the pass gets thrown, and if the pass gets tipped and you see it get tipped and you're a defensive player, you scream tip so that the coverage guys can clock all their receivers and, and so the ball will either fall incomplete or the only people that would pick off the pass are the defensive players. So I didn't know any of that. I, I barely knew the game of football. Like I said, I was just doing it to put on pads and hope that someday a girl would want to wear my jersey on like a homecoming game or something like that. Anyways, we ran these drills later on in the day after that tip drill. And it was, you know, I forget whether it was three on two, five on four, whatever it was. But I was slated to be the linebacker in one of these drills and the quarterback dropped back to throw a pass and the pass was tipped at the line of scrimmage. Well, the ball's tipped up into the air. It's coming right down to me. I mean, it's going to land right in my bread basket. Nobody's around. So I don't yell tip. I don't want anybody to know that I'm going to be able to pick off this pass or catch this pass. 
And the coach screams at me, hey, Landry, what are you doing? And I was like, what do you mean what am I doing? I just intercepted the ball and going the other way with it. And he said, you didn't yell tip. And I tried to explain myself, which is, which is probably a problem. And he just looked at me like I was crazy, trying to, like, as though I was talking back when I was just trying to explain why I didn't tell anybody because I just wanted to pick the pass off and run the other way without getting hit. And he told me to run three laps around the entire field. Now, I was never a fan of running laps in the first place, but doing it in full pads with a helmet on is really no fun. And over the course of those three laps, I realized I'm not going to play football anymore. I quit football. Now, I was crazy, and then I went and joined the cross-country team. So I guess I was in ninth grade, if I have to remember correctly, because I don't think you could run cross-country in earlier grades. It was really a high school team. But I remembered in that that moment that if I was going to be playing a sport, I wanted to know why... I was doing what I was doing. It's one of the things that I always loved about baseball. And the difference I find between training and teaching, that coach was interested in training me what I needed to do at a certain specific situation, really with the intent of never having me think. Whereas all of the good coaching that I ever had in all the baseball that I've ever done, and I'm sure there are good coaches in football too. I mean, goodness, they, they, they got to be all over the place. There are some kids that come out of playing football knowing the game inside and out tremendously. I just wasn't fortunate enough to either have someone at that point or, or never went far along enough with my football playing to ever learn that or ever to have a coach like that. But all my good baseball coaches taught me why I did things that I did. We were encouraged to think before every single pitch. It was kind of a mantra of my high school coach. Know exactly where you're going with the ball. Know exactly what you're doing. Know who you're going to be hitting with the cutoff. Know where you need to be. Think about everything before it happens so you can react and you can react intelligently. And and this to me, I find, is the big difference between training and teaching. And and I I think in terms of this, in some ways, not only in the classroom um, or on the ball field, but when I'm working with kids, whether it's other people's kids or my own kids. And... I have found that if you try to teach a a child something, but you're not really teaching them, you're actually training them, there's kind of a level of resentment that can tend to build up from that. Why are you telling me how to do this? Oh, just do it because I told you to do it. Here's what needs to be done. Whereas if you're teaching the kid why they're doing what they're doing, whether it's it's the way they handle their money, um, you know, helping out with the, the chores in the yard work, uh, whether you're teaching them how to drive as, as by the way, my, my middle daughter now has her, has her license. It'll be a full license when she turns 17. Whatever it may be, if you're teaching them why they should be doing what they're doing, they tend to learn better. And, and another thing comes if you teach properly. And here's a big deal. You know you're teaching someone when you're open to the person you're teaching asking questions. When you're training someone, you're not interested in dealing with questions. There are no questions. This is what needs to be done right now. Here's the process you need to follow. With teaching, you're hoping you get questions. You want a kid to ask why something is the way it is or why you do things a certain way. Like I said, whether it's fielding a ground ball and you know the, the, the footwork of, of delivering the throw to first, whether it's teaching your kid how to drive and, and why... You know, when they put the car in reverse, I don't care if you've got a backup cam. you got to turn around in your seat and look over the back of the car to see what's back there. Or something that they're doing, let's say, with algebra. I'm, the, the, the perfect case that I was thinking about earlier today was 
the training that some kids get at the middle school level in doing algebraic problems that, you know, they use inverse operations. The interesting thing is if they don't understand why it all works, when the problems start to get harder, they can't apply what they learned before unless they really taught the underlying reasons why the algebra that they're learning works to help them solve equations. And then, and then you can expand on that knowledge. And, and so I guess the difference to me at times between teaching and training, especially, you know, even outside the classroom, um, when dealing with my own children or maybe dealing with your own children, someone who's training someone to do something, they generally view themselves, I think, as the overlords that are informing you what needs to be done and how it needs to be done without why. Whereas if you're teaching someone, there's more of a humility, more of a hope that the person that you're teaching will learn the stuff as well, if not better, than you understand it and learn it so they can go on to, to do better things and to apply it in greater ways. So just kind of something to think about when you're giving instruction, when you're, when you're coaching, when you're working with kids, uh, when, when you're working with people who are working for projects, if it's, if it's at a job that you happen to be working. If you're teaching someone, it empowers them. And I can tell you right now, the sports that I played and the coaches that I had who taught me why a certain process worked the way it did, I respected those coaches so much more and be willing to do so much more for them than the coaches who just trained me to do things. Because when you're taught, you now have ownership of the knowledge. When you're trained, there's an understanding that the knowledge comes from that person. And as soon as a kid realizes that the knowledge coming from that person might not be all the knowledge that there is out there, at best you get resentment. At worst, you get someone who really dislikes you. So as you go through life, and especially as you work with kids, I hope that you keep in mind the difference between training someone and teaching someone. There are times when training is important, but boy, oh boy, you'll get so much more out of a kid if you teach them. I hope you enjoyed this week's edition of Better Words. Come on by next Thursday when we do this all over again. We'll pick a couple of different words and, and consider how... The words that you choose might impact the way that you think and feel and act and behave and maybe put you in a, in a better place. <laughs> <laughs>